Hey everybody, welcome back to the High Rith and Other Words podcast. I am your host, Timothy Mangle, and this week with me is the man, the myth, the legend, Ian Slappy Young. What's it like to be a young, up-and-coming meme superstar <laughs> in this generation? Well, first off, that is my full title, Address Me As Such. <laughs> You gotta address me as such for the rest of the podcast. As Ian's, uh, that's actually the name. man, the myth, the legend. Oh, okay, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. I can. Yep, that's no like problem. that's like doctor. It's I'm gonna just call you Slappy from time to time, or Ian. That's yeah, fine. But uh, call me whatever yeah. You want. So this is my buddy Ian. Um, yeah. I've known Ian a very long time. Um, oh God, I for how, really long. How old are you now? Twenty years old. Twenty years yeah. old. So I'm thirty-one. And I was 16, 17 when I met you, so that would have made you te- nine, somewhere yeah. in that area? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, not even a teen. I feel very old talking to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's it's just the progression of time. This is yeah, kind of scary. It is it's, a little bit. Yeah, time's scary. Um, That's what I always say. Do you really? Yeah, all the time. Time's <laughs> scary. Just yeah. constantly, like, yeah. this is spooky. It's a problem, actually. <laughs> um, I... I don't know, man. Like, the older I get, the more I'm just like, who cares? Like, it doesn't, like, I don't want to be relevant anymore. So, Mm. before before we got on the recording of the podcast, I asked you about uh, center parts. Because that's, like, a big Mm. thing right now. Like, huge. Like, just, and I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I'm too old to care anymore. To be like, but then there's a part of me that, like, I know I'm on, like, I see yeah. what you did there. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, there's good. a there's a section of me <laughs> that uh like knows I'm on the internet and right. like communicating with people. And like demographic wise, no one under the age of eighteen listens to this podcast. <laughs> just like from statistics that All I've right, we'll gotten. bump those numbers up this episode. Yeah, yeah, come on, buddy. I'll just start <laughs> spitting zoomer humor. <laughs> Please and do. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, I don't get it. Yeah. But my whole generation's really depressed. Yeah. And we have And mine's cynical. <laughs> <laughs> It's not getting better. It's not getting better, that's for sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um so you're you're a very inter- interesting guy because I feel like you're you're very well-rounded. You're, you know, I've seen you like be really into um running and like really into a lot of different things. You're very like curious and when you I mean, your whole family is kind of like this when they're approached with something like you're like, oh, I want to understand this really well. And I really want to like dive into it. And something that I've seen you really like go into over the past couple of years that I might not have seen much prior to that is art. And what I really appreciate about your family is uh, and I know your older sister and your older brother and they're all artists to some degree, but it's all different. And right. your brother's a, a very talented musician, and yeah. you're a um, a drawer. A do how do you? Uh, I mean, yeah, artist is such a pretentious term. Right, it's, it's I, don't, I don't oil paint. I don't use gouache. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, and I it's try, such a I draw like guys in armor with like <laughs> pencils and like fine liners. But so my yeah. the real first question I wanted to ask you is like, how did you get into that? What 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 about like what what is it that about drawing that you're attracted to? Or, how long have you been into that or where where did that what did that awaken for you yeah so it wasn't like a lot of people that i know who are into drawing or any kind of art it like a common thread's always like oh, i was when i was young i have this deep passion for creating and blah 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 and that just wasn't the case for me i never mm-hmm. drew like anything growing up that wasn't a thing that i did um 
and yeah because i remember you like playing like online games more when you yeah. were younger and I, oh yeah i would I assume was... you would have went like more that Path? Yeah, I was a I was a total nerd. Like didn't like I just didn't do anything. Like not <laughs> like it was like I've I can say I was disappointed in my younger self, which I definitely am to some degree. But sure. like I don't. Did you really anything. ever it live was, if you're not disappointed? A, right, that's yeah. what I always say. Right? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, so yeah, I like I grew up just like playing video games. I didn't do anything fun. I never went outside and mm-hmm. like did anything interesting. I just didn't for years. Um, and I literally remember the first thing that I ever, like, seriously, I'm going to sit down and draw now. It was, I watched the, the Captain America Civil War trailer, and okay. I was like, this is so hype. I love this. And I just had to do something. I was like, I have to draw something. And I just got this image in my mind of, like, half Captain America, half Iron Man. Just straight down the middle, straight shot, nothing fancy. Um, and I just sat down and I drew it and I just like literally found a straight on picture of either of them and mm-hmm. just copied every single thing. It still mm-hmm. looks horrible even with copying. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, but that was literally the first thing that I ever drew. And I don't even remember what happened after that mm. or how I got to the point of where I am. It was literally just, it just snowballed. I did it once and it wasn't even an aha moment of, mm. I found my passion in life. Mm-hmm. I just, I did it once and then it happened again at some point. Yeah, but isn't it, it's, what's fascinating to me about that story is the fact that you were inspired. Yeah. Right? Like it, it yeah. was something that like, like you experienced something and then you had this physical body response of like, oh, I have to, right. I, I have to expel this energy. And I, I've been thinking about this in, I don't, I, I, I like just looking at human beings as machines. And I know that's yeah. not like the greatest, like most like romantic, like <laughs> yeah, personal people. way to look yeah. at people, but thinking about like, cause like literally we work like a machine because like you put in fuel and then like we have to burn it off and right. like we, you know, like we have I want to, I don't want to avoid like anything crude, but we have gas, like, like we have emissions, <laughs> yeah. right? Like emissions, oh, that's a good and, word for it. Yeah. And I have, and I wonder at what level does that continue? Like, what is like, why did you have to get whatever it was out of you? Yeah. You know, like, I just don't understand how that, like what that is. Yeah. That's, it's so strange. Cause I mean, we look at that story and we look at, I don't even remember what the last thing I drew was, but every time I draw something, like I should have a consistent drawing schedule and draw something every day for practice. I don't, um, but it only ever like the only time I sit down to draw something is when something really intense hits me, and it's like it's not even a conscious decision. It's like okay, reach over, grab my sketchbook, grab a pencil, and then just start doing it. Like I have a mm-hmm. specific thing in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like creative energy, like I can't explain it. And I, I mean, I've always been really into music, not even playing it for the most part, because I'd never like I used to play violin, but that was forever I ago. I remember that. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. I mean, I freaking wish I. You still were like did. the same size of a violin. <laughs> yeah, Dude, you could I be was playing small. with me. I'm yeah. sure you'd rather be playing with your brother, who's a much there, better musician. I mean, musician. there's so much. Well, better is relative. <laughs> right, sure. Um, That's just me being nice yeah, to no, Sam, like, so he doesn't make fun of folk music like <laughs> he always does. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Brutal. Jazz is great. And jazz whatever is you great. listen to, I love jazz. It's yeah. good. I love. See that? Okay, so yeah. Well, hold I've on. Always, before you yeah, say that, because I, I remember this one time, I was going through a breakup, and I got a like an email from my ex, and I it'd been like a long time since I heard from her or whatever. And that, I remember, like, 
the shock of like seeing it on my phone and like reading it and then being like, I need to just get like mm. to do something. And yeah. I went and wrote a song like instantly. Wow. And it was like one of like, I won't say one of my best songs, but it was one that like really stayed in my like playing list yeah. for a long time. Like, and it was just amazing because it, it came out of nowhere. And then it yeah. was like, this needs to come out now. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's, and that's wh- like, that's where like I get very like intrigued because it's like, well, why do why does the human being have this artistic right. response to nature? You know? Yeah, yeah, Cause, absolutely. Because it even goes back to like cavemen of like them, and this is like I don't know, may, I don't know if we can unpa- how far we can unpack this, <laughs> but I always I'm curious about the fact that like cavemen's drawings weren't very good, and art itself progressively gets better over time right and i can't tell if it's if like i guess i'm wondering in my head like why couldn't those other people draw as realistically as Mm. we can is it because they didn't have the concept to build upon of like surrealism or whatever that you can't obviously you can't just you know jump from point a to point z or whatever you have to like or, or is that just what it is? Is like has over time, we've just gotten better at it, at the yeah. skill of expressing, sure. you know, because that's what it is to some degree, right? So, I yeah, it's just, I don't, and I feel like I'm talking way too much. So whenever you want to jump in, <laughs> like right. go ahead. But just weird that like the artistic expression is. It's so cliche to say it's like water, right? Mm. Because. You just hear like, you know, to like for me, art is like water or whatever. But like it really is like especially like when you can't express yourself or when you're like in writer's block, then you're like it's I'm not going to say the pain is real, but it's like it's frustrating. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, like if a I don't know if like a stone's just like sitting halfway off an edge, it's not just going to fall over. But like you put water in the same thing and it just happens Mm. like obviously a stone doesn't choose to fall or not fall but like sure. water wouldn't have to choose it just does mm. it it just immediately goes into whatever the next course of action is i didn't <laughs> i didn't watch the uh, what captain america civil war trailer and be like and now i am going to make a drawing right like yeah. it just happened i didn't even know what right. i was doing i just knocked the table a little bit that's okay um, you didn't know what you were doing yeah i didn't even know what i was <laughs> doing and like i still don't know what i'm doing but it's i don't even have a choice for most of it well, and again, it it's, it's the same thing with like, I mean, I, again, going back to like, well, why don't other animals have the same thing? You know, yeah. like, because it's there's nothing even close to art really in, I guess, maybe like, you know, peacock or uh, how do you say that? Like uh, peacock, fe- like when a, like when a when a indiv- a animal shows off itself to another animal for right. mating purposes yeah. that's kind of like an artistic expression to some degree yeah, because sure. it's like look how beautiful i am like right. but they're not like celebrating the beauty of it they're just yeah. like i need i need to make babies and yeah. for my whole like species is <laughs> yeah. just i do this thing yeah. and maybe it works or maybe it doesn't, maybe it doesn't yeah. and then something eats me and then no, just keeps going yeah it does keep you right it keeps going so i don't know it's the it's a very curious thing about the human that we have to to do these things and that they're not just like and that the artistic expression isn't just like 
it's not just singing songs. It's yeah. it's dancing. It's drawing. Yeah. It's all this stuff. Why do you think there's a variety of it? Of art? Yeah. Um, like as in like different mediums, like music, yeah. film, mm-hmm. TV, drawing. Um, man, that's a. I think there's something. I think there's something different to gain from each medium. There's like a. There's something different that you can get out of it, and maybe each what you get out of it is different for each person. Mm-hmm. And like maybe I interpret music this way and drawing that way, but you interpret drawing this way and music that way maybe we're different in that way maybe it's the same because we can't i mean we can't communicate that Mm. accurately you can't communicate like creative drive accurately to any degree outside Mm -hmm. of creating something that's the only way you can describe it i can't describe to you (laughs) this cool picture of a skull guy with a stick i can't describe that <laughs> i can't but describe you can that make it yeah and but i can like... draw it and i can add a lot of black and i can add a lot of cool cross hatching and a lot of tiny details that shows mm. that i put time and effort into it that when you look at it maybe you don't care that oh oh cool i like fantasy art i like skull guys with sticks mm-hmm. maybe you just look at it and like part of you being a human being and me being a human being, you can see the passion that went into it. Mm. Maybe I don't listen to folk music all the time, but when mm-hmm. I listen to you play, I can feel the passion coming from mm-hmm. it, and there's mm-hmm. a deep appreciation that I have for that, mm-hmm. for any kind of art. There's mm-hmm. a lot of art that I couldn't care less about technically, mm-hmm. um, but I see mm-hmm. it, and it's like, wow, like right. that guy did something. That girl like did something that I can't even imagine coming up with that idea right. they probably didn't come up with that idea it just hit them and they just started doing it immediately well that's... thinking about it is what stops you from creating something mm. the moment you stop and try to and there's a, certainly a place for making plans for large complex right or like or being critical of your work and like yeah like there's know. a place for really deeply thinking about something mm-hmm. um but if you're trying to make art that's communicating an emotion no matter what the medium is if you're stopping to think, oh, well, this is the right choice, like mm. doing something's better than nothing. Mm. There's no way I'm going to make a drawing that's so bad I lose skill from it. Mm. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. There's no way to do that. Right. Even if it looks terrible to me and everyone else, at least I know don't do that. Right? right. There's no way not to learn something from right. it. Right. I really appreciate <sighs> your perspective on that because it took me a long time to figure out that it's okay for art to exist that I don't appreciate in a technical sense but again it's the about the passion and the energy because this was the the realization that i had because i'm a bit of a music snob um because everyone is wrong uh, you know unless they listen to what i listen to you know um so (laughs) like very well i i know the feeling (laughs) of being like uh of like it's i when i listen to music i get a certain sense of could you know uh, cathartic release uh, happiness melancholy like whatever it is it's all can be it can be found there and for other people if they are to have this to receive similar things or have the same like you know kind of religious experience or be in awe or, or feel connected to everything through you know whatever it is that I'm not particularly into good for them you know yeah. like let's celebrate that and not just yeah. be like oh they listen to like whatever like i hate whatever so yeah. like it's just like it doesn't it doesn't need to affect you like it's yeah. so, like and i mean 
people feel very passionately about country music. They're like oh, everyone. Yeah. Everyone is everybody like does. everybody. Either they love it or they hate uh, it. Everybody. One everybody. of the few things that that statement has to be true. One hundred percent. I can't tell if you're being serious. Or no, not. I. I think, <laughs> I think I firmly believe that. At least in this country. Everyone, oh, for sure. Yeah, I would say most people... Let us know your opinions on country music. Yeah, let, let us... <laughs> um, I'm pro it. No, I'm not. I'm pro you, good country music. I was going to say, if we're talking like Johnny Cash or if we're talking sure. arena country music, that was yeah, written arena from country private music jet. Isn't so good. Like, um, if we're talking... Okay, that segues perfectly into talking about like we us as human beings can tell where the passion is in something. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone's just listening to music because it's catchy and right. they're just listening to that. But if right. you're listening to music and you're using music as a medium to feel passion from someone creating something, no matter what that feels like, um, you'll feel it. You'll feel something there. You can listen to old classic country music. That sounds great mm-hmm. technically. And you can tell there was some sort of passion there. Mm-hmm. And then you listen to other, like, I mean, just like I mean, just generic country music that I'm sure we would agree that we right. don't particularly enjoy. Right. And it doesn't matter if technically I don't like it; it's that the passion isn't there. It doesn't feel good. The song mm-hmm. itself feels disingenuous. Mm-hmm. There's well, music that I don't like technically mm-hmm. that I can feel something from. I mm-hmm. wouldn't listen to it all the time, right. but I listen to it. And I'm like, man, like they did something. Right. There, whatever that like, means. They're stoked about this. <laughs> yeah. You know, like right. they. And maybe there's something to be said, man, about like, because you, I think you kind of said this is like, you know, like there's different levels of appreciating things or different levels of substance that you can gain from something. So like you can kind of just eat, you know, eating nuts here and off all day like that will give you a certain amount of nutrients, but maybe like obviously eating a, a, a rich, healthy salad or something like that will give you more. Like, so maybe there's a certain way that you can approach art where it's like on a, you know, a surface level of like that looks nice or like sitting with like a painting and just being like, how do I feel when this, like what is, and I think that that's like how people, what people get wrong about art is that like, you're not supposed to judge the necessarily the quality of the thing, but you're supposed to judge your response to it. Oh, 100. Okay. So I was at, um, I went to the Philly museum of art recently. Where is it? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. That's, hold on, let me go, Jamie. Quick, Google it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, Sorry, I cut yeah, you off. I'm no, gonna stop you're, doing you're, that. You're totally fine. Um, yeah. So I was at the Philly Museum of Art. Right. I draw. I draw representational art, which means it re- represents something. It's something that you've maybe you haven't seen a skull guy with a stick before, but you you look at it and you're like, oh, that's a skull guy with a stick. You can look at abstract art. And you're like, okay, this is some circles. Maybe you feel something, but you're not exactly sure what it is. Mm-hmm. There was this one piece of art there. I can't remember who it was by, what it was called, but it was like alone in this room at the corner of the museum. Like it felt like you weren't supposed to be there. Mm. Um, like I think there were like two other paintings in that room or something. Um, and it was, I walked into the room and it looked like this like drawing was like small, just maybe like, I don't know, seven by seven, like a small painting. Um, and it just looked like, it looked like a deer skull. I walked by it and it looked like a painting of a deer skull. And then I stopped and I looked at it again and it was just like a circle and like three or four lines. Nothing was connected. It wasn't the outline or the silhouette of a deer skull. 
you looked at it technically and there was nothing there telling you that it should look like a deer skull. And mm-hmm. I looked at the name and it was referencing something about a deer skull. So it was clear mm-hmm. it was intended. Mm-hmm. But you look at it and there's no way you see it. And then you look at something else. And as you're changing your vision, it's like, wait, there's a there's a deer skull in this mm-hmm. thing. And I was like enthralled by this. Like I can't mm-hmm. even comprehend that level of like, being able to like, yeah like because it's some sort of insane. like sorcery to some degree Seriously. that like you're like i'm only gonna do this and then something will happen yeah. and then you know the the magic it'll yeah. it'll pop up it in wasn't your head. like uh let's look at the clouds and see i see this cloud as this and you see this cloud as that the name was saying about a deer skull and i saw a deer skull mm-hmm. like it was done to the extent that there was no room for error mm-hmm. like i looked at it I like this is the first time I've ever seen this thing mm-hmm. and I knew oh this is a deer skull and then I looked at it again and it's just lines like yeah. not lines overlapping it was literally like single digit lines and mm-hmm. one circle mm-hmm. and it was like oh yeah I'm looking at a deer skull which and, is wild to me yeah, it's, it's so crazy I the progression of art especially throughout history cuz Jamie and I went to this um museum somewhere and I can't remember where what the name of it was but there was it was a progression of american art so it started like very like colonial like very early settlements and then it it progressed to um i think it was about like the the 70s probably around like the time like absurd like uh surrealism and uh, uh, abstract art like really came in and it's crazy to see the progression again because it gets better and more detailed but it also at a certain it's when surrealism and abstract art and all these things popped into the culture at such a weird time and it was such a telling thing of the american sub subconscious because you know we got here it was very simple just trying to like do it on our own and then as our problems as a country continued to get bigger and our the chaos of two world wars that we went through you know like being surviving you know, being on the planet when the atomic bombs were dropped and just yeah. trying to think about that and living with that. It's like, of course, the art, like, just after that period, like, went crazy because yeah. the people were probably insane because it's like we we had yeah. never gone through right. two world wars and, like, all this thing. And, and what's crazy about that period, because I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest, like, sure. like because it's. Again, like I, I appreciate the passion. I see that and I understand. But for me, I'm just like you put a like a red circle on a white canvas. Like you made the Japanese flag. <laughs> like, yeah, good job. Like, good job. Somebody did that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> made a whole country out of it. <laughs> but like Great. again, it's it's about what brings out of you. And when I look at that, I'm I appreciate. I'm like, man, people were at such a crazy time. And like it's still. I mean, you go into the. I mean, the 80s and the 90s. It didn't get less weird it just the weirdness kind of got like funneled into like i don't know people probably weren't drawing as many like stick uh skeleton skeleton dudes with sticks (laughs) you know like they probably weren't doing that as much and i don't know if it's because of like it's i mean obviously art is such a good expression of culture right because you can look at the art that is produced by people during a certain time and you can essentially tell how those people are feeling on the inside you know and that's and again, like, it's this weird thing that we need to get out of us. So it's like this yeah. weird, like, trail that we need to leave behind us as a species. But again, it's not communicating anything verbally yeah. outside of, like, the verbal arts. But, like, even those are, like, yeah, poetry or uh, novels or um, 
spoken word, whatever it is, those are still meant to draw the emotions within you. They're not meant to just like. I mean, I'm I'm in love with words, so I'm like, yeah. give me the words, like as give many words, words like on. give me the best words you can possibly <laughs> give me. Um, but I I understand that that like. Because even words are like, they're this thing that are supposed to help draw out emotion, right? Yeah. So the reason like that they're in a poem is not so you can go, good words. But it's it's about the emotion and, and yeah, and about the experience of it all. Yeah. I, I don't know. Can you, let's talk about passion a little bit. Because that's a weird thing that like, because we're again, like we're probably the only species that feels passion. Because other yeah. animals probably feel driven and like a sense of maybe like obligation to survive, but yeah. like to have passion like implies yeah. like love, you know? Yeah, because passion isn't ambition. Mm. Passion isn't drive. Passion isn't like I don't know, like a fear of safety for something. It's not like oh, I feel this thing is under attack, so I feel passionate to protect it. Like passion, mm-hmm. where is passion coming from? Mm-hmm. Like that's. I mean, to me, it makes the most sense that passion, as you said, like it comes out of this deep place of uh, love and admiration for something, which I mean, I'm fortunate enough to be able to easily interpret passion from things. Mm. And I never really was that way growing up. It just sort of happened one day. I don't even like I can't even like I don't even remember when it happened. It's just, oh, right. like everything's super cool all the time. And I'm just like jazzed about everything. And it's great. Yeah. Um, and that's super cool. And I'm really lucky to like be able to watch a TV show or a movie that very clearly was a passion project for whoever mm, made it mm-hmm. or look at a like piece of paper with some lines on it, see a deer skull and right. get the same thing out of that or like go skiing and just sit at the top of this mountain and just look at everything and be like, wow, mm-hmm. like how did we get here, man? Mm-hmm. Like that's wild. Right. Like as a species, mm-hmm. like, how, right. <laughs> we made the motor that we made, like figured out how to make steel, and we've like not in that order, obviously. Right, yeah. <laughs> one, of those, <laughs> one of those came first. Yeah. Um, like, I, oh, I so I, crazy, dude. I was I was thinking about this about your family the other day, and it's something I appreciate about your how your family approaches their faith hmm. because it's never this big like intellectual or like. Like, I, I don't know. It's always very much just like we see it, we understand it, we appreciate it, we love it, we see it everywhere, we're fine, we got it. Yeah. And then I just think about you guys just falling in love with bacon. That's all I think <laughs> about is at the end of that is just yeah. like you guys just being stoked about bacon. Whereas like you look at my faith and I'm just like, well, what is God? Like, tell me all these yeah. deep things. And I'm just like, is this helping? Like, is, <laughs> is it better helping? to just be like, I just, I'm so stoked on like this life and i'm so grateful for it like i definitely have seen that from you and from like your your entire family has embodied that energy very well and it's something that i just don't do well on so you want to give anybody advice outside (laughs) of man just be a young (laughs) i was gonna say advice (laughs) on being good uh not not no not being good but being like how do you how do you remain passionate in the midst of a life Mm -hmm. that it's easy to be like because, mm. I mean, that's my thing, man. It's just, like, I've just spent way too long allowing my depression to, like, dictate how I see reality instead of understanding that, like, and this is really the practice that I'm in now is, like, how do I fall in love with everything that I'm doing, even if it's the worst thing in the world, you yeah. know? 
Yeah. I will throw that to you. How do I fall in love mine. with? How do you fall in love with everything? Um, or at least be passionate. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's sort of a callback to what we said at the beginning. Here was, um, forget how I worded it, but like the moment you stop and think about something mm. is like the moment you're not doing something is the moment that like you know doubt creeps in that whatever creeps in whatever that's when an obstacle pops up mm. and maybe there would have been an obstacle there either way but if you would have kept moving you have that momentum that mm. you can just plow straight through mm. and i mean that certainly won't work for everyone mm-hmm. it's worked for me mm-hmm. um it's worked for pretty much everybody in my family that's just sort of how things have gone and i mean that's i mean some people would argue that that's a bad thing because there's like there's no off switch mm. and that's certainly something i felt like there's mm. never any off switch there's never any point in time that i'm not trying to think about doing something which mm. to some people is incredibly unhealthy and i mm. mean maybe it is but like yeah, but i haven't it, felt any repercussions from that i really yet. don't think you're alone though man because yeah. like you look at most people and like especially like if someone's really depressed the thing that they'll say is like, I feel like I've done nothing or I've accomplished nothing. So like there's this deep drive within humans to do and to not just do, but to do well. And again, it goes back to the passion thing. So like, again, like you're having this, you know, for people who are discouraged about their life or where they're at in their life, they're having this bodily response to an emotion. And, and I mean, obviously your, your emotions are embodied, but it's, it's it's real pain. It's real like I the the disappointment of feeling like you haven't accomplished anything, you know? And it's yeah. again like it's 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 a similar pain to not finding food or not finding mm. love. Like these things that are like built into us is like I don't know. They're they're a part of us and I don't know. It's just it's just so fascinating. Yeah, because re- I mean, that's, as you said, like people oftentimes, like one of the more common responses to depression is like a disappointment or dissatisfaction with not having done anything. And then through not doing anything, it progressively just spirals and snowballs downwards. So the obvious answer there is do something that like, oh, just just don't be sad. Like that's not how it works. Me to Mm -hmm. just say that is so incredibly ignorant. Um but it doesn't change the fact that it is true to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not easy. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it might not even be possible. There has to be some sort of catalyst to do something. Right. Me, who's had such a life growing up where any time that any hint of like dissatisfaction with not doing something creeps in, my immediate response is to do something. Because mm-hmm. I know it's worked. I grew up doing it. And mm-hmm. I'm incredibly fortunate to have had that. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people don't have that. So they don't have that response, right. and then they're like, oh, man, I haven't done anything. And they don't realize that that's what's bumming them out. Maybe, mm. obviously, it's different for everyone, but that seems to be a pretty common thread. And I feel like tied in with that is usually always it's not good enough, right? Yeah. Like, And that's oh, yeah. that's even the thing that's, like, holding them back from doing the thing is, like, well, I'm not going to – you know, it's, again, it's a, I want to draw. I want to go take a picture. I want to whatever – but it's not going to be as good as yeah. such and such on Instagram or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And that kills, man. That's for sure. That strangles. That's what shuts people down. Yeah, That's man. what shuts people that like they have that they have just enough glint of passion that like sneaks up into their life somehow that gets them to do something that gives them some sense of joy, um, and then 
and then it's not good enough because mm. there's this gap in our taste mm. of like I, f- I forget what the pro- it might be called the taste gap i can't remember what the proper title for it was but like um it was just this analogy of like when you're starting you're like at point a on the graph um, or like, let's use numbers. Let's say you're at like one when you're starting, but your taste, you got into it because your taste was good. Mm. Your taste is all the way up at a hundred mm. and you start and you're at one and you, you make something mm-hmm. and maybe you go up to two, maybe you go to one. Right. Um, maybe you're staying at one, maybe yeah. you go up to 10. I don't know. Right. Um, but no matter what, when you're starting, you're not going to be producing something at that level, which is right. that kills, man. Mm-hmm. Like that just shuts it down. That little like spark just gets completely squashed. Right. It's like you have to be. And you're doing yeah. it to yourself. Like, cause no one is there being like this. I mean, no one, if there, that's another situation entirely. If someone is telling if you that it's bad. Yeah. Um, those <laughs> people just may be, uh, that's another thing. But yeah. like, at least you, if you can learn to appreciate it or again, appreciate the passion that was behind it, like it doesn't have to look good when, so, but, but going off of what you were talking about, when I first started getting into music, I felt like I was listening to like all these great songwriters like Bob Dylan and Connor Oberst and just brilliant minds of songwriters that just like were out. So for me, it definitely was my writing level is at a one. And I was at like a hundred of these like people. And so that does like trip me up because I'm always like, I'm never going to be able to write a song that's as good as Bob Dylan. Like, and that's for me, that is my mountain to climb. And it's good because it makes me produce better things. But it also, if I have an unhealthy relationship with it, then I just shut down. I'm like, well, then why am I going to write a song if it's never going to be as good? And this is what I think. Like, I'm like, this song will never be as good as the worst Bob Dylan song, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's not going to help. Like, and even, like, who will, who cares? Like, that song exists. Like, good for that song. Why can't you make your own thing that it doesn't need to be held up next to Bob Dylan? Like, right. That's, a, yeah. that's way too big. Yeah, you know? I forget. I believe the saying is uh, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who other people are today. Right. Love yeah. that saying. Because mm-hmm. that's, like, I mean, that's one of the things that, anything i do that's never good enough because i'm like freaking perfectionist to the core Mm -hmm. is like nothing i ever do will ever be good enough of what i think it should be ever Mm. it's just (laughs) i can't just hold myself to this impossible standard for everything right which from the outside looking in it's great because like oh man ian's so driven ian just does this stuff and it's like i'm miserable a lot (laughs) of time dude like it's because it's like i'm always expecting things to be great and oh and man another thing that kills Mm. like beginning artists or people have been doing it for a while i haven't been doing it for that long but i wouldn't say i'm much of a beginner like i've been doing it for several years sure. yeah um like i'll make drawings that i sink hours into like there have been some that i put like actually like seven eight hours into and then you post it on instagram you get a couple likes <laughs> whatever it's like okay it's around my average like range i'm not a like i don't, right. don't have that many followers so i'm not expecting like hundreds upon hundreds of likes but then i I post something that actually took me 20 minutes in between zoom classes mm-hmm. and it gets like quadruple the likes and it happens so often and i'm like i put no passion <laughs> into this nothing and nothing and people love like and it's always the simple stuff it's always the stuff right. that literally took very little effort on my part it took no planning it took no understanding of human anatomy or right. perspective it's a two-dimensional like some white lines on a black page and you love it so much right. like oh my god 
Yeah, man. I think I think uh, that's the tricky thing about the artist is like this weird balance and relationship that you have to have with your art of yeah. like understanding that like it is good. Um, you can always do better, but again, like that that is the end goal. But killing yourself getting there or not even putting your stuff out because of that is a is another big problem. Okay. You know, um, yeah, man. I I don't know. Let's. I'm gonna kind of. I'm gonna handbrake turn a little bit into the next topic, but we'll we'll use it with art. I'm a I'm a huge fan of religious art. Obviously, I have a painting of Jesus that like I keep looking yeah, at. You do. Um, yeah, and I, I mean we have a lot around the house and and stuff, and just because again it's it's I don't look at this painting of Jesus that I have and be like, you know, is that line good? Is that? You know, I'm sure I do right. that from time yeah, to time, yeah. but I'm like, no, it's Jesus alone praying in a dark night and there's a light shining down on him what yeah. can what do i how do i experience that in my own reality you right. know when i look at that does that speak to me of like oh maybe i too am not alone in in the midst of all of this or whatever sure. you know and there's a part of me that that wonders and i'll, I'll throw this to you because we we both grew up in a church that didn't really celebrate iconography or like yeah. Uh, stained glasses or like anything of like real like appreciation for art uh, outside of like isn't this nice like it's it's i felt like the art that was handed to us in evangelical christianity is akin to like walmart art of like oh, yeah. here it is it's nice like it's standard art like it's yeah it's pretty it sounds like, strange to say standard art but literally that right like yeah. it's just like this is like it's a house with some trees. Like, yeah. there's nothing offensive here. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just the man. Like or, a video game, and you place a painting, and it's just taken from a random selection of the most neutral things right. you can possibly imagine. So, do you, do you think? Because I'll, I'll, I'll just say that I think that we're missing a big thing because we don't have those things. Whereas mm-hmm. other churches are very much centered around the artistic experience of God. You know, because yeah. like Catholic churches, they're in intentionally you walk into them and you're like oh i'm some like it, it feels like a different world because i you know i was thinking about this when you're talking about that one painting and, and it's setting at being off to the side and it's like well of course like all art you should know that it doesn't just exist like you know i hung that painting where i did on purpose because i think it looks best there like yeah and it's it's not just about the painting it's about the interaction it's about the space and where yeah. the painting can be and personally, I feel like we and and not that I really associate with evangelical Christianity anymore, outside of just talking about it all the time, but it's there's this lack there of like yeah. true like I guess I don't know. Do you do you feel that way? So I can't say it's something that I've thought about specifically, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, I mean I think there's certainly a huge lack of a lot in the Western culture of church sure um like there's a whole lot like and there's so many offshoots and off splits and disagreements that just aren't biblical at all mm-hmm. and we all claim to be working with the same source material it's like right. either you have a different book mm-hmm. or like you, like you're not taking it seriously enough to mm-hmm. like actually do what it's saying so if you were actually doing right. what it was saying we wouldn't be bickering all the time and we're bickering right. all the time and it's really strange yeah um and i think art is for sure a distinct lack um but maybe not in the way that we think it is like i don't think it's 
much of a conscious thing. I don't think mm. it's something that people think about. Sure. Like to the untrained per- churchgoer, let's say, they're not mm. thinking, man, this place could really use some stained glass windows or right. beautiful some more, painting. Right, yeah. Nobody's thinking that. Right. But to someone like us who we can we can see art and interpret it in such a way that gives us just this visceral response mm-hmm. emotionally physically mm-hmm. um that it can change something in the way you're like behaving like certain songs mm-hmm. can change mm-hmm. like with the way i am in a, like a moment yeah and um, you hear one chord like you hear a minor chord yeah, and you're like oh i'm it's, sad i didn't yeah. know i was sad, <laughs> I'm sad now. i guess i'm sad now <laughs> yeah um, but yeah i definitely yeah. think you're right that we're kind you know like Again, like going into like you go into a Catholic church in New York City and you feel like you just went to another place. You know, you're like it's so loud out there and it's so like busy. And then I go into this place and everyone is like, be as quiet as you possibly can. We need to be like respect. Like and (laughs) ASMR. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But uh, I I. I like, again, like the magic of that or whatever it is that, you know, humans that we interact with, you know, whether that be sculptures or whatever it is, it's like it it brings something out of us that like just hearing a sermon maybe can't do. Obviously, there's something to be said about it. Sermons can be very powerful. Yeah. Every Um, individual aspect can be very powerful, but not having one aspect there, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like there's, Mm. you're not gaining anything from not having it there. Well, I think, I think we really lost it when the church like decided that it's when, you know, what, what we call the enlightenment in in Western society, which was um, rational thinking and logic was really brought into, this is how we should function as a society is based around science and based around logic and whatever. And the church wanted to compete with that because they were seeing that Christianity wasn't the, dominant power over the people anymore it was logic and science and so they wanted to be like no we can compete with this that's that's really where the idea idea of uh the um inerrant bible came from Mm. they didn't really push that narrative prior to that because they're just like it doesn't it's just these are stories we're going to tell you stories we believe that they're real but that that doesn't really matter to the rest of the thing right um, but then when science came along and science is like, no, we are going to determine what is real and what is not. And then the church was like, Duh, then all of this is real. Uh, yeah. um, and I think <laughs> when that happened in the church, that's when around that time is the same time that um, Calvinism and or like the Reformation happened. Yeah. So, again, that's this offshoot of less art and going into the more logical side and really going through the Bible and being like, well, this this is what this means and this is what this is. Instead of even, again, just letting the Bible be its own work of art and you're coming to it and you're just like, oh, this is the experience that I have when I when I come to this thing, you know, instead of sitting there and being like, well, this did this really happen or did this not happen? It's like, well, let's we'll talk about that at some other point. But first, let's just read the words and tell me how you feel. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, So I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is I would if there's any like for what I would hope to see in the church more would be more of the celebrating of arts yeah you know yeah there's not a whole lot of like i mean maybe it's different from <clears throat> denominational offshoot to right. denominational and, like, offshoot how many but... churches have we been to in our life right i haven't been to, to all of them right yeah. there's, there's, there's at a least a couple <laughs> there's gotta be a handful a good handful. i'm saying at least 30 Whoa. in pennsylvania <laughs> yeah, final answer. Yep. at least 30 churches mm. um but yeah no i think there's a, a serious lack of abstract appreciation in western culture as a whole right now Mm. um like i mean i can see that in 
uh, like the previous, like the last two generations before your generation, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's just not, like it's like art is, and that goes for art of any medium. It just isn't taken as seriously, I guess. I mean, mm. I wasn't alive before then, sure. So maybe it never was. I have no idea. I think it, but it it's exists. like we just don't take it seriously anymore. It's like when I when I listen to a song, and I'm like alone in my room, and I put this song on, and I put it on with headphones that let me hear every nook and cranny of the song, and it just sweeps me away, and I'm mm-hmm. just enveloped in this other world, mm-hmm. and I'm literally sitting in my room by myself with like a physical reaction, and like my mm-hmm. bo- I'm just like moving. I'm not dancing, mm-hmm. but like my neck's moving, my like. Like everything mm-hmm. just starts happening but like you do that around people and most people they're like what's going on like this guy's right. he's just it's just a song right like what do you mean it's just a song like this yeah. person learned this thing for yeah. so long and they, they got made so sound com- they, they made sound they, they not only did they make sound they organized sound <laughs> yeah and they <laughs> they figured out how to make sound out of ones and zeros yeah. load it onto something else and disperse it across the entire planet so i can listen to it anywhere at any time and have the exact same emotional response to it that is wild to me yeah. and we just don't appreciate what we have like mm. we don't have like and maybe that's maybe that's why like the artistic eras or generations of the past have been as powerful as they have been because it wasn't the audience the people appreciating it weren't coming from such an enormous place of privilege mm. of having access to everything all the time mm. i can see digital paintings on instagram that easily took longer than i could guess they took mm-hmm. like hundreds of hours into mm-hmm. single frames mm-hmm. and i'm like yep seen that before right. and that's like i get disgusted at myself right. because i just follow so many artists i just right. see that crap all the time now right. and it's beautiful when you take it as what it mm-hmm. is and we just can't take it seriously because right. we see it all, all the, the time, time with it's, everything it's been commercialized it's right it's you're, gross. You're, you're saturated with it yeah. you know so it's like can you how do you learn to appreciate it when especially like if if god forbid you're you're in the art game you know because yeah. then it's yeah, like god forbid like i'd never be a friend with an artist <laughs> <laughs> uh, all my friends are artists uh, and all my friends are miserable <laughs> my man <laughs> um that's we shouldn't high five about that um but no i think uh, well, dude, actually, okay, so let's let's dive into this. This is really fun. Um, the first mention of music, music musicians in the Bible mm-hmm. is in a genealogy, which is a long list of people's uh, yeah. family, essentially. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone knows what genealogy is now. I don't yeah. know, just because of... Uh, I'm something of a genealogist myself, actually. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, good. Um but anyways, so the first time some musicians are mentioned, I believe, I'm pretty sure, is in this genealogy that is at the end of um, Cain's line. And mm. Cain was the one, the first person to commit murder. And mm. so he was the first person to be really kicked out of paradise. Yeah. Um, and it's weird that <laughs> artists are at the be- where artists comes from, in, according to this canon, is from the man who committed the greatest, gre- like, act against god the first murder ever and you know was banished from paradise for it and now i mean how many artists are sing songs or write poems about going home or returning to a place Mm -hmm. that you know like whatever like there's something that's deeply put into the music the artist that is you need to help people return home because Mm -hmm. your family and again this is just going within that narrative is the people that 
really separated it. So it's like now is your time to sing these songs or to make these paintings that help people yeah. reconnect with this thing that your lineage pushed away, mm. you know? And I, again, you don't need to believe that to be really true or did that really happen? But yeah. it's, again, it's the artistic expression of like, oh, that makes sense that all artists are like, I want to go home. And they're like, where's mm. home? And everyone's like, I don't know, but yeah. I know it when I know it, you yeah. know? Like, I mean, that's the whole, that's what Hyreth means is homesick for a place you've never been before. Mm. So that's, I mean, that's the artistic expression. I was going to say, that's like a single word just encapsulating mm-hmm. like what we do when we're creating something. Mm. And like, not aware of <clears throat> that I'm trying to, like I'm not thinking. Oh, I want to go home, and I'm I'm gonna draw a skeleton with a stick. Like, I really want you to draw a skeleton <laughs> with a stick and just tag the podcast. Do yeah, something with a skeleton podcast. and a yeah. stick. Well, good. Uh, but yeah, like there's no part of like I mean, probably not a whole lot of artists that would consciously do that at all. But that that word, that's the drive of I want to. I need to create something, and I don't know what. Mm-hmm. And like that comes out of see for me like having that drive it always always comes out of um seeing something else someone else doing that even Mm. if it's a completely different medium Mm -hmm. um that just makes me so just enthralled with the idea of making something it would never even come close to scratching the bottom of what that person made Mm -hmm. um but just making something the act of making something somehow puts me in the same category as that guy like that's wild man Like, I don't even have to be good, but I do something. It's like, oh, you're an artist. Ian, Ian's the artist now. And it's right. like, wait, what? Like, well, I did not there, know that's where this was going. I, I, I'm <laughs> pretty sure I've said this on the podcast before, but there is something to be said about owning up to who you want to be and who you believe you are at your core. Mm. Um, and I remember when I lived in Oregon, I was like intentional when I was writing my first book of poetry. I'm like, I am going to consider myself an artist as my profession from now on mm. until I decide that I don't do this anymore. I'm an artist and no one can take that away from me. Yes, it is pretentious for me to put it over myself, but words are what else, you're supposed to use words to describe things. And when they fit the thing, like you shouldn't be ashamed to use that word, you know, yeah. like obviously it is. I mean, I, it's, it's, we're saying, obviously it's, it's pretentious to call yourself an artist because yeah. society has told us that it's that but it's yeah. not really because all you're saying is like i'm wearing a shirt right now i'm just oh, telling yeah. you the truth yeah. i'm an artist I, I like and what's i don't know man it's there's nothing wrong with owning up to who you believe you are at your core it, what makes it bad is when you're like <laughs> like i'm yeah. so much better than it's the holier than thou that ruins everything yeah. right absolutely so, yeah man um so what would you say to somebody who's like trying to figure out how they find their passion? Mm. Um, what, you know, cause obviously I think for some people it's very like they see this thing and they're just like, I got to do it or, or whatever. But maybe like some people are just like, they have that. I need to express myself, but I don't know what to do or how to do this. What What would you say to them? I mean, that's a great question. One that I've actually been asked before. Mm. by someone like i mean multiple people actually yeah but did they record it <laughs> yeah hey you're the first anybody knows about <laughs> you're the tree that fell in the woods and everybody's here heard? to hear it <laughs> <laughs> everybody's here to hear it baby 
Oh, I would love oh. to be the tree in the woods that everyone's here to hear. That's fantastic. A bit of a Schrodinger's uh, you cat spoke situation. to a weird part of my soul when you said that. <laughs> Anyways. That's great. I love it. What a good time, huh? What a boy. Who would have thought? What was the question I asked uh, you? <laughs> oh, what would you, yeah, what would how, you say? What would I say to someone who wants to find their passion? So, yeah, I've been asked that before by people. Um, and, I mean, there's no clear-cut answer. There's no formula of do this, that doesn't work. Okay, do this, that doesn't work. Okay. Like, maybe, I mean, for some people, um, certain personality uh, tests can help. Like, um, mm. I, I think it's called the Big Five, which is, like, the big, like, actual clinical psychological personality study, which has mm. been, like, tried and true. Mm. It's not a take this test and then you're put in a box. It's, like, right. everybody's one to a hundred on five different categories your personality is fluid and ever moving so it's like can actually to some level quantify that so for some right. people looking at something like that or look at some sort of tool maybe that's looking to the people in your life maybe that's just looking in a mirror and doing some self-reflecting figuring out who you are mm -hmm. as a person it doesn't mean i don't know like you don't have to just know what you want to do you need to know like what kind of a person you are or what kind of a person you want to be. Right. And then, okay, put your, as odd as it sounds, putting yourself in a box really helps. Mm -hmm. Like you tell, like you tell an artist, uh, oh, draw me something. It's like, well, what do you mean? Like draw right. what? And you're right. like, okay, draw me a skeleton with a, a stick. stick. It's like, yeah. I know how to do that. I can yeah. do that. I've been Mine's practicing close. this, practicing this since <laughs> Captain America. Right. Um, yeah. Cause there's definitely yeah. something to be said about like, and again, like putting yourself in a box sounds like, you know, bad to some degree, but it's like, no, it means like building a structure around yourself to, so that you can kind of like, cause I always picture like putting, you build a box so you can kind of break out of the box yeah. and then you kind of fall into another box because humans we need. And again, box is just another code word for stability or like structure or whatever, you know, and we all need those things, but we all need to. It's like we have the box, then we transcend the box, and then we build onto a bigger box that has all the contents before, and then we build onto right. this. Right. The, the first box thing. is still in there, but you're not stuck in it anymore. Right. You can go back to it when you want. Right. But it's still there. Right. It's like um, drawing, like, yeah, just, you know, I learned a G chord, I learned a C chord. There's my right. first you box. You still know the G chord, but still know the C now chord. you know another one. Now I'm yeah. like, great. And Sam's yeah. somewhere making fun of folk musicians yeah. because of this. <laughs> so, be like, wow, two chords. That's impressive. Hey. Um, anyways, groundbreaking. <laughs> so yeah, man, I, uh, uh, I, for me, like I've kind of been going through a little bit of a, um, um, a writer's block, not mm. too much. Like it's definitely like it comes out when it wants to come out. Yeah. But like, I know there's, there's something to be said about that balance of like, um, be disciplined and do your craft as much as you can so you can get in yeah. your thousand hours and right. like whatever yeah. but then there's master. another part of you that's like only come at it when it means something or else you're gonna yeah. start to hate right. it you know yeah for sure so that's i think that it uh sorry to are you sure keep going yeah. sure. okay all right i appreciate it i can do this whenever i want that's <laughs> true i gotta make it count i gotta make it count you hear that voice crack in there how tight was that oh it's fine man so sick it happens to me all the time there's no way me too. We have so much in common. <laughs> we do. Yeah. What were you uh, going to say? Yeah, so that's um, a huge thing. Like, this is uh, everything that we're saying here is what definitely true, at least from my experience. Um, but it is certainly more abstract. Like, it's hard to... It's not really like a course of action. Mm -hmm. There's some level of, like, you should do this, but it's not really like a course of... Like, a plan of action. Right. Like, an actionable steps or something. But something that is definite 
that I think everyone should have, even if you don't care about creating or being an artist, have more than one thing that really gets you fired up. Mm. Like, having one thing is... I mean, getting good at one thing and doing it as a profession, that's a great idea. Like, something you love, get Mm -hmm. paid for it, that's super cool. Mm -hmm. But what happens when you get burned out? You need something to fall back on that will either get you back in mm-hmm. or that you can lean into long enough that you can get the fire back going for the right. other thing and like for me that's equal parts um it's like one part um emotional mental creativity of wanting to create something in any context if that's listening to an audiobook of something someone else created or if that's creating a drawing or i've been playing bass for the past couple months Mm -hmm. i'm not particularly great at bass compared to some people but just putting a song on and jamming to it like that's creating something and Mm -hmm. i do that by myself and like i just get in such a zone with that Mm -hmm. um and that gets me doing something and then the other aspects it's like one half of me is like i need to be making something no matter what that looks like Mm -hmm. and then the other half is i need to be doing something with my body physically mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. such an importance to physically doing things mm-hmm. and people like to be like like put active people in their box of like oh you're a jock or you're a tree hug or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like just doing something with your body like if you have a brain fog and you're never going outside you should probably try that because right. like scientifically well, it helps right and that was something I remember hearing in a podcast the one time. It's like, listen, you have to understand that going for a walk in the park is helping your art. Like, yeah. it's not, you're not like, yeah, whatever it is. Like, obviously, you when you think like, I, the only way I can be a better painter is if I am constantly painting. It's like, no, that's not true. What if you went out and experienced the world? Maybe that would make you a better painter. Yeah. And like, absolutely. in its own way, you yeah. know, because again, it's not about honing the craft to the making it perfect right it's about being able to express whatever needs to be expressed properly like in whatever because that's again a thing about like surrealism or whatever like the face doesn't need to look like a face for me to know it's a face and and even like oh man if and this all right so let's dive into this because i remember i was reading this book one time that was uh it was very much in defense of traditional christianity and that's why i was reading it because i'm like i wanted a good argument for christianity Mm -hmm. um and one of the things that they talked about in the book was this idea of sometimes you know if you were to walk down the street and you saw jesus it's a lot more of a relatable figure than like a hindu god or something like that Mm -hmm. and it's like well yeah that's true but sometimes reality looks more like a spooky scary thing than just a like middle eastern man walking down the street right so it's like that's a nice and lovely image for what it is and it's it's perfect and it's beautiful but sometimes reality comes at you it's such a absurd way and again going back to like experiencing all these crazy things and of course we have this crazy response to it you know um and so that's like again it's it's about the variety and you know like they say, variety is the spice of life, and I—I I mean, that's what I always say, right? I mean, that's that's what you we are. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I think like, I think it's very hard for humans to communicate. Very, very, like it, yeah. on every level, every and then level, like for sure, you try to put emotions into it. Mm. Like, and this has been like, this is what dating Timmy Mangle is like. It's like, <laughs> Timmy Mangle doesn't have a very good ability to express his emotions, but then he writes a song or he writes a poem, and you're like, oh, that's how he's feeling, you know? Yeah. 
And that's how it's always been for me. It's like I'm better at putting it into these things and sounds and whatever yeah, than I am sure. at like I feel sad today. That yeah. didn't do just yeah, justice, did nothing. you know, like, yeah. or I'm very happy, like, and it's just like, well, what does that feel like or look yeah. like, you know? Like, to me, it's almost like, um, like, passion is this, like, bodily resource that has to be, you attain it through, mm-hmm. okay, so let's, let's use the analogy of you eat food, your body, you eat, you need to eat food, so you eat food, your body gets energy, it burns that energy to continue functioning, functioning and then you get rid of it yeah functioning you know the word functioning and then you water wind that's what i that's what i always say water wind it's like walking around hey water wind actually it means wind water but sorry for anyone listening chinese i'm sorry misinformation at its finest this is what's wrong with society all this fake news yeah all this fake news but yeah no so the way i see it is that passion is this it's this resource that our body has, and it's such an indescribable, re- describable resource mm-hmm. compared to every other facet of us. Like we can now, as opposed to any other time in history, we can actually look at the brain and use these crazy scanners that show us what areas of the brain light up when you do this thing that strangely light up when you're doing this other thing that you mm-hmm. never saw them as being the connected. Right. But it's like, to me, passion is this resource that we have that through living life is like i'm hungry so i get food through Mm -hmm. living life is how you're getting passion and the longer it's bottled up the the more intensely it needs to escape it needs to do the thing it was there to do Mm -hmm. if you had food in your system Mm -hmm. and your body never used it or burned it you would just keep building up and feeling heavier and heavier and worse and worse and worse because your body's not getting the energy it needs right? right but passion is like you live life, you get this energy, and we have this intense, I have this intense drive to make something out of it, and I make right. something out of it, even if it's uh, like the purity of some sort of movement sport, like mm-hmm. skiing or rock climbing or mm-hmm. something, like mm-hmm. just doing something gets it out of my system. I'm expending this bodily it's, resource that we right. cannot define. Right. And that's, that's the, crazy. Yeah. It's, and that's the craziest part about me is that we're, we're, we're paying in a currency that we can't comprehend, yeah. Yeah. you know, like, and we're like, we're, we're cultivating this currency we, that we don't understand. Like, yeah. cause again, what is passion? Like, it's just this crazy overwhelming sensation of like, I gotta, you know, like I just yeah, don't I just have gotta. a yeah. choice, For you sure. know? Um, yeah, man. So I, I am passionate about your passion. It has inspired me. And cause I mean, it's, it really is like, it, it brings life to life 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 to life yeah yeah and like it makes life come alive there we go that sounds a little bit more less silly but um i really like your advice of find at least just one thing right like it doesn't have and again you don't have to be perfect at it but it's for you like again like if if passion is equivalent to food and you just need it to get through your life then it doesn't matter like you don't eat things you or i'll say that you shouldn't eat things thinking about what other people think about it obviously there's health like whatever sure but like my point is stop caring so much about what other people think and enjoy the thing whatever it is and find the thing and and like give yourself grace to be bad at things like it's okay no like everyone starts bad or at least 99 percent of people start whatever it is bad you know course so yeah i think that the that actually ties into like what i was saying before that i have like i think it's incredibly important that anyone has at least two things that really get them fired up 
um, tying that into what you just said is mm. like having one thing as the let's say the the body's burning the fuel mm-hmm. having one thing that is this is what i have to do this is like the thing that i have to do i don't have a choice in doing it i have to do it to remain healthy this mm. is the thing that gets it out of my system to do its work mm. and then the second thing to fuel that to keep you going and motivated and maybe they switch for me they switch all the time where it's Mm. like i'm really motivated to write or to draw or to watch something or to listen Mm. to something and other times where it's like i can't possibly make something right now i need to go out and use my body to such an extreme extent that my mind is thinking about nothing but the task at hand Mm -hmm. that i'm so focused on like like skiing you're not thinking about anything when you're oh, moving sure. you get on the ski lift you're not like and, going down the mountain being like what do i gotta do tomorrow yeah no like, like not even close it doesn't right, even yeah. matter if you're doing an easy trail you're going and your body like it knows what's going on right. and you just let it go you just let the muscle memory kick in i'm mm-hmm. not thinking about anything mm-hmm. like i'm just like standing there my body's like right. yeah i don't know what to do i've been doing this for years right it's just you and the moment and the task yeah like, that's it and there's that's, such a purity in that and that's the flow state like that's yeah it's 100 like, right. flow state so like 100 it's this idea of getting your body and your mind just all synced and you you know it's it's not even just your body and your mind but it's also reality that you're interacting with that properly yeah. too and that's it's like like animals tapping into their instincts. Like mm. when we enter flow state, we're tapping into the primal animal instinct. You're mm. not thinking about what you're doing. It's like when a bear has to go find the salmon so it can eat. Mm-hmm. It's not choosing. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm gonna go eat. It's like it's instincts Instinct. kicking, and right. it just does it. When we enter flow state, we just do things. And mm-hmm. as you said, we're like tapping into all of reality we're just here in the world at this moment Mm. doesn't matter what we're doing where we are what we're thinking you're just here existing as one with everything and Mm. that's crazy man Mm -hmm. like everything Mm. like i'm a force of nature when you're doing that Mm -hmm. wild right (laughs) oh man all right i would love to keep talking about like where the idea like where do ideas come from because i think that's great maybe i'll have you back for that but i think that you really just said it beautifully man because I'm a big fan of the idea of just whatever helps you realize the oneness of everything, you know, and it is in the passion, it is in the flow state. So friends at home, I would recommend go out and find what you're passionate about. Uh, If you don't know what you're passionate about, again, go find it. If you do know what you're passionate about, Give yourself, find something. I mean, why not? Like, there's so much in life. Like, and this is my. I don't want to keep talking, but this is my (laughs) problem. Is like, I'm like, I like this, this, and this. That's it. And then, like, I see all these like crazy fun things that are going. My problem is, is I'm a completionist. I'm not a perfectionist. I'm a completionist. Mm. So it's like, I want to like i don't just want to know about jesus i want to know everything about mm, jesus yeah. like i don't just want to know everything about marvel or i don't just want to know one thing about marvel comics i want to know everything about yeah. marvel comics you know um and that's why i'm like don't go into too many things because your poor little brain can <laughs> yeah, only, yeah, only comprehend so yeah. much all right bud um if people want to find you or find your art is there any way to like do that uh yeah my instagram is at young slappy all lowercase exactly how you think it's spelled young slappy let's say it together let's how'd you get the name slappy oh that's you know timmy that's a great (laughs) question i'm glad you asked uh well you don't have to tell the story no this is great okay he told this guy he gave me he gave me the nickname i wanted a nickname my whole life i had friends that i grew up with who had great nicknames such as such as my buddy mason my buddy mason we We all call him jar (laughs) what mason jar (laughs) (laughs) sorry no we never called him jar (laughs) 
used to play video games, and his username was Dogwood Dingus, right? He got it makes no it has sure. no relation yep, to his it's name. A nickname. But it was something that was given to him. It was two things that in the moment somebody said it and he was like, All right, that's my thing now. This I'm is my Dogwood thing. Dingus. Right? I'm that right. That's what he's, he says it all the time. I'm what he says but i never had anything i never had any nickname and i have always tried to come up with something and it just never worked Mm-mm. and one day timmy and i work and he's like hey you look like slappy the dummy from goosebumps and i'm like yeah you're right and there it is slappy. bing bang boom i forgot to say that we Identity. used to work together yeah yeah we, we, used, to we used to live together too yeah yeah it's wild man wild times we'll We've known each other for a while we sure have yeah. buddy and a lot of eras of each other's lives yeah yeah um wow. all right we'll reminisce Oof. off mike and yeah. uh yeah um okay I guess I'm just going to wrap up the show now. Uh, thanks for coming on, buddy. I really yeah, appreciate it. I appreciate I, you bringing me on. This is super fun. Like I said, man, you inspire me to, I mean, again, it's your family, but when I see you, it's just this, I don't know. It's There's there's a wide-eyedness and an appreciation for life that isn't wrapped up in um, naivety, which mm. a lot of people who mm. are wide-eyed are usually pretty yeah, naive. Sure. Um, but I think for you, I don't know. Again, it's just like I, I, I see life and I choose to focus on the, the better things. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I appreciate about that because I'm like, I see life and I choose to focus on the bad things, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, go check out all of Ian's. You know, skeleton with a stick, or what are we? Yeah. Is that, uh, it's a whole lot of skeletons with sticks, a whole lot of guys with. Uh, no, you do like a lot of, of like medieval. Yeah, a lot of like medieval. I'm fantasy. super, in, I'm an absolute sucker for fantasy and gothic artwork. Mm. So that's usually it's like black and white, dark, spooky ink stuff. Mm-hmm. But now I'm trying to get better at drawing people because yeah. I realize that's important. Look, dude, if you want me to draw you, just send me a just send me a picture and I'll I'll try and draw it because I, I really need to get better at drawing people right now. Yeah, and so, if you've like heard this at the that. end of an hour plus podcast, then you deserve to get drawn. So thanks. Yes, for listening. you deserve a free drawing courtesy of me. It um, might not look great, so it's not much of a reward. Hey, if it's but, free, no one can complain then, probably. That's what, that's that's what probably, I always, that's but what I always complain. say. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening, if you've been listening or watching this long. Yeah. If uh, you could give a like or a share or a subscribe wherever you're watching or listening to this at, I would appreciate that. Tell a friend. Invite them. Um, we have a Patreon with some bonus content on there. Uh, I just put up a bonus episode last week. My mom and I do this spiritual lifestyle class. I always don't want to call her my mom because not everyone knows her as my mom. It's Margaret Kinsey, if you know who Margaret Kinsey oh, is. Oh, yeah, Margaret Kinsey. You we know. go way back. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. You don't. I <laughs> go way back don't. with her. Um, but anywho... <laughs> Timmy and I will be doing ASMR on his Patreon. It's just the highest tier. If you pay the, the highest, highest tier, tier, we'll do it every It's me and you. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, yep. I can't. I don't. Nothing That's better good. than that. Yep. Good night, everybody. God There's bless. A whole lot better than that. <laughs>